Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for booking your flight through Study Abroad Airlines. My name is Brittany, and I will be your Study Abroad Advisor. Your phone should be set on podcast mode. Please sit back and enjoy your flight. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Stan State Study Abroad podcast titled Warriors Abroad. We are your hosts, Lena and Emily and the two student assistants for study abroad on campus. This month's episode, we are going to talk to a guest who has studied abroad in Japan, and it was more affordable than Stan State. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us. Please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Michelle. I went to Stanislaus um, from 2018 up to 2022. I just graduated in December, and I studied abroad in 2019, the fall semester. Can you tell us what your major was in Japan? When I studied in Japan, my major was criminal justice and my minor for was psychology. Did you end up taking your criminal justice and psychology classes? I took one criminal justice class in Japan and I believe one psychology class. What was it like when you first arrived? When I first arrived, I actually came from a layover in China. So I was there for 12 hours before. So I was really, really tired. It was about a 24-hour trip, and I arrived in Japan around 10 p.m. And for this university in Nagoya, um, they have a setup for bus. So you arrive at the airport at a certain day and a certain time, and there's buses that go from the airport to the school pretty much all day, every, I believe, two hours. So I got there, and I just met instantly with... I like 10 international students that I was going to be studying with that semester and then we all just get on the bus together and drive to our dorms and that was just like the first experience. When you first met the other international students so you guys just said you guys were all going to Nagoya? It was like they they gave us a meeting point on our instructions and they're like, your your RA will be there. So I met my RA. I met the people that were in my specific dorm because there's three in this school. And then we just were just like, hi, like, where'd you come from? It was, it was a little awkward, but the majority of us were just, we were tired. Like we were just on the plane. And um, yeah, it was just really exciting seeing everyone's passports because we all came from different countries, but arrived at the same time. It was It was cool. Yeah, I think that's the thing with studying abroad, too, because I feel like it is awkward, but at the same time, you know, everyone's there um, for the same reason. So it kind of pushes you to have to talk to people. So I think that's like a common experience, regardless of like where you are, you know. How did you afford to study abroad in Japan? Did they offer any benefits such as meal plans, housing, flights or anything else like that? How was like the currency? Was it cheaper than the U.S. dollar? So the currency, it is cheaper. It's cheaper now. When I was studying abroad, there was about the same. But I have full financial aid. So financial aid covered all the classes. And then I got my refund from financial aid. And I was able to use that for like my flight expenses and like for my food. And then this university, they offered free housing for all international students. And they also gave a monthly stipend of about... 300 US dollars 
so we can use that for transportation, food, um, whatever we wanted. It was they they opened a bank account for us and they deposited that money every month. Uh, that is so cool. I did not know Nagoya did that. And I worked for the office. So I think that's really cool. And I think that's also really good that you're sharing that because I think a lot of the times there's students who think they can't afford things mm -hmm. or like, um, you know, studying abroad. So I think like that could be a good option for um, students who want to go there and knowing that they can get a stipend and also be helped like with ec their economic like say while they're there. So I think that's really yeah. cool. And then this school also offers um, international students jobs. So they have a thing called a language lounge. And in that, like, you just sign up and you get hired for whichever language is your, like, um, primary language. So I got hired for English and Spanish and was able to get, like, 10 hours a week. So on top of all that money, I was also getting, like, a paycheck and then gaining tutoring experiences, which I now used to on my resume so I'm going back soon and I use that experience to get there that's literally perfect because we do have a lot of students asking about working abroad and obviously that's not our main priority when studying abroad so that's great that you mentioned it and it seems like it wasn't really overwhelming too but I think we also forgot to mention sorry <laughs> what program did you study through I studied through the exchange program. What was your housing like? Did you live in the dorms, apartment, a host family? So I lived in a dorm style apartment. So there was three options and I chose residence, which is, in my opinion, the best one because we get our own kitchen, um, bathroom, and then our like room. So it was kind of like a long, thick hallway and it had a divider. So the first section was you walk in and it's the kitchen and then the bathroom and the shower room. And inside the shower room, they had a washing machine. And then it'd be a door and you walk in the door and it was the bed, the closet and the desk. And then there was a balcony. So it was really spacious and like more than I could even like ask for. And it was all paid for. So I thought like that was that was one of the best parts about it. I think that's a really good perk because I know like you know for some people I mean they're not comfortable being with like host families or like sometimes being with roommates can be like difficult or like even scary like abroad because obviously you don't know anybody like for me I was with um like locals I mean I loved my roommate she was great but um that's what I'm saying like for you I think that's a really great option for people who don't really like to be I guess maybe extroverted and want to be more like um comfortable in their space I think that's really interesting and there's also a common area on the third floor so if you do want to be social there's usually a lot of the students in there hanging out but you yeah, you can also get that downtime away from everyone just what were your classes like um because you went pre-covid they're all in person i'm assuming like is the school culture super different from what it's like at stan state the school code culture i feel like in japan the most important thing was attendance like my my workload was not very difficult it wasn't i i rarely had homework the majority of our participants like our grade was being in class because i think that's the whole point of their program they want the international students there 
to give their domestic students the opportunity to speak English in the classroom and have other like English speakers there. And my classes, the rest of they were they were really easy, honestly. <laughs> I took a lot of GE because I was a sophomore at the time and I had a lot of options. Um, yeah, and I also took some fun classes because for Japan, you need a certain amount of units to obtain your student visa. So I did have to take a few extra classes that and just count or just count them for my 120. And that was a calligraphy class and a performing arts class. So it was it was just another class of fun. Wow, your classes sound so fun. Like, it just sounds like all fun, easy, breezy classes. Like, when I studied abroad, it was literally, like, my major classes. I had, like, one fun class. But, yeah, it sounds like you had, like, the dream schedule, dorm situation. Oh, my gosh, yes. the This school, they don't have class on Fridays for international students. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Nagoya really cares about the international experience for yes. students who are coming to their school. Yes, which I think it's really cool. They they even provide um like excursions on Fridays. That's why we don't have class. It's because they want that Friday for their. It's pretty much field trips. Every Friday you could sign up for one. They did charge you, and each one was charged differently. But they would. They would take you there. They would translate. They would have um, like English speakers. You know, it was really, it was really good. Yeah, literally, what Lena says sounds like they take really good care of you, and they actually care about their students. Thank oh my gosh, I would love to be like really immersed like through the university because that just shows like I don't know compassion and stuff. So, mm -hmm. what was your favorite part, either out of school or from school? It can be anything from like culture, food, amusement. Honestly, the scenery, like when I would look out of my balcony, I would see um, the school and then there was another school right next to it, actually. Um, and behind and or in between kind of behind the school, there was um, like a hill that you can walk up and you would explore like a little neighborhood and get to the top and it'd be, I believe, a shrine. And it was just so pretty walking up that. And just exploring around the school because there are so many like random little parks, a bunch of greenery. And one thing I would always say, I'd be like, y'all, I'm from California. It, it's so dry there. You drive on the I-5, it's literally all brown. But there it was all like green. And then I was there during fall. So it all was like changing to um, like the orange brown leaves. And it was so pretty. Was Japan, like, very hilly, you know? Like, it's not um, even surface. Like, California, like, here in the valley, it's even. But I know in Korea, I had to, like, hike my way up to school. Yes, I had to, I had to hike up my school, too. It was, it was on a hill. So you would go up. It would be, like, about one floor. And then you'd be, like, at the floor. And then you would go up a bunch of stairs. And then you'd get to like the, the third floor, but then you have to go back down to get to the second floor. The school was very confusing, but it was built up. That sounds confusing. Just yeah. explaining it. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of stairs, a lot. What is the biggest culture shock that you have experienced? Like it can, it can be different from like your own like ethnicity, race, and like even like American culture. 
Honestly, there were so many like culture shock moments, I guess, but I didn't really take all of them as like a shock. I kind of was just taking it in with an open mind. So everything that was different, I'd just be like, oh, like, nice. Okay, let me let me just work with this instead of being like, oh, like, that's so different. And I feel like because of that mindset, none of it was like in a bad way, you know? Once you're like in a new country, like you have to adapt to their cultures and stuff, you know, it's like the um, the international international students come here and it's like they have to adapt to our culture. When when you go to a new place, you, you're going to have to adapt no matter what. And like you're there and you're, you can't really just leave. You're just going to have to adapt. Like the best thing is to go into it with an open mind and just accept it. Like, I guess one big culture shock that I realized when I first got there was, oh my gosh, I, I can't read. And that was really frustrating for me because I am vegetarian and I, I was back then as well. So when I would go to the grocery store and buy food, I'd be like, oh my, like, what does this have meat or does it not? But the first thing I did was learn how to read the meat kanji so that I can look at the stuff and be like, oh yeah, that has meat. Let's see what else. Um, you know, once you study abroad, you definitely know the necessities, like how to say please, thank you and stuff. And then for you, obviously, because you're vegetarian, you had to learn how to read or what looks similar to, you know. Yeah. Or, yeah. And <laughs> I, I also learned how to ask, like, is there meat in this pretty fast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. I bet that came in real handy. <laughs> what was your average day like from beginning to end? Um honestly every day was really different because our class schedules you know how here it's like monday wednesday friday it's these classes tuesday thursday these classes over there it was um one class per day and so like sometimes i started at 10 a.m sometimes i started at like 2 p.m so every day was kind of different but i would wake up um make some breakfast get ready and then walk to school which was it's like a five to seven minute walk it, it's literally across the street <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I would go home probably eat again and then I would go to the common room a lot actually and I would hang out with my RA and other students from the dorms and we would play a lot of card games so I learned a lot of the Japanese card games and there's one that I still like love to this day and I'm just waiting to find someone to play with (laughs) that's really cool though about the card games because I think like card games are always the way to go like when you're trying to like just find something to do or like especially in social like settings like you know when you just would hang out with friends like abroad like I feel like card games are the way to go to get everyone kind of like socializing and like mixed you know yeah so I think that's really cool that you like learn those and then that you can bring them back and probably like show your friends here too or your family yeah there is also like since I was surrounded by international students people from literally all over the world I learned card games from like um Russia Germany um I believe the other one was the Netherlands like we we would always be in there just like all right which which card game do you know like let's let's see what's different today was it easy to adapt to Japan or did you come across any major difficulties? 
for me it was honestly really easy it's just because of the mindset I feel like I was just open to experiencing everything new that I wasn't having like difficulties with it I was just like all right let's accept it let's let's take it in adjust and keep going I really like that you said that about mentality because I 100% agree with you I think that if you're in a like mentality where you're like resisting change I think it's going to be really hard for you and I think those are the people that kind of get stuck in that like homesickness so I do think that you have to be willing to like open up and experience and you kind of have to push yourself to be social because again you're in a position where you don't know anybody and you don't know anything and if you keep being resistant you know to like oh like I'm too shy or I'm too nervous like it's going to be really hard for you um to kind of like get out there and I think like that's why sometimes I highly encourage people to study abroad because I think like it's so important to put yourself in those positions so that you can actually like learn to become more I guess like confident in yourself and like really like trust the process of like things happening if that makes sense so I really like that you said mentality because I do think that's like key as well yeah and it is such like a good thing to study abroad because I like I said I'm an introvert and that whole experience really helped me like get out of that shell and just now I know that I can I can do all of this social activities I just need to have that time to decompress after like I I know I can I can go out there be social do as much as I can in one day but then I know my limits How is the environment over there compared to the U.S.? Oh, my gosh. It was so clean. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I know. Um, So there was a lot of, like, weather difference. I experienced, I believe, two or three typhoons while I was out there. There was actually a weekend where... Um, they told us like hey you guys should probably stay in your dorms this weekend and not go out like fill up your bathtub with water just in case you lose it (laughs) and so (laughs) we did have some extreme weather and there was a lot of rain and wind throughout that time and it was really cold like I I'm born and raised in California I'm used to the boiling heat and it was humid there it was rainy um windy like cold but I I I liked it I liked experiencing the new weather I was like this is so different from California but it's it's nice I've never had like a winter and now I now I do (laughs) would you recommend studying abroad for other students yes I would literally just do it Emily remember (laughs) yes oh my gosh we didn't we should mention this but michelle was the reason i studied abroad and even knew about it because we were co-workers before at the a different department in stan state so yeah but anyways continue (laughs) no yeah i feel like everyone i i just randomly bring it up now when when i was um still working with this with students and i knew that they were um like lower classmen i'd be like you should study abroad And even um, I was an RA for my last semester and for all of my um, residents, I'd be like, hey, like you should study abroad. And I would I would help a few just like, all right, you want you want to know how to do it? Like, I'll I'll send you the links. Just just let me know. (laughs) Do you have any final statements or anything you would like to add 
for our listeners to know before signing off? Hello, listeners. <laughs> I think you should <laughs> study abroad. Just do it. Sign up, pick a country, and go. <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah yeah like i don't think like i knew nothing about japan when i first got there i i really just said i want something completely different from my culture which um i'm mexican and so i wanted something like no spanish-speaking country nothing in latin america i want something completely different and now i'm i'm going back soon like i i loved it i think um i like to add to that a lot of our students tend to go to some, um, somewhere that they're familiar with or even like an English, predominantly speaking English country. And I always try to encourage them, take the risk um, of going somewhere you don't know or that you possibly would not be that interested in um, because it can still be the best time of your life. So, and it's yeah. always great, like going somewhere where you have no idea or any clue it sounds so bad but Mm -hmm. it's such a good learning experience so Mm -hmm. yeah I agree I also like went to a country I mean it's an English-speaking country but it's not a country that's ever ever picked so I think that it is important to like encourage people to go to like places that aren't typical and I always like encourage people to I'm like go to a country that you like you know for a fact you would never visit or something like that not because you don't like it but just because it's just something that wouldn't typically come up to your head you know like a lot of people pick like Europe and I mean those are great places too but you know at some point you're probably going to travel there if you want to go there if you're interested right so I'm always like I don't know just pick something that maybe you wouldn't consider or like you think that you might be interested in that isn't like so common you know mm-hmm. although common countries are fine too but I just think it's cool to like challenge yourself yeah literally what lena said and especially if you're there for like a semester or a year it's so temporary it flies by so quickly that sounds like so like cliche and stuff but once it's over like you wouldn't want to leave so yeah yeah. it does fly by so fast Mm -hmm. and then like you get homesick and then like at the end you're like i don't want to go home yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then once you come back you're like i don't want to be here yeah (laughs) So true. And then like reverse culture shock is so hard. Like I feel like the culture shock you get when you come back is worse than the one you get when you're there. So yeah, it's so much worse when you come back. Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and letting letting us share your experience. I hope listeners who are planning to study abroad or people who just love to travel learn something new today and are inspired to travel to somewhere and get some really good food. If you are interested in learning more about how to study abroad with Stan State, please go to our website at eie.csustan.edu forward slash study abroad, or feel free to email us at study underscore abroad at csustan.edu. Thank you for flying with Study Abroad Airlines. We hope you enjoyed your flight. If you have a connecting flight, you can find them at eie.csustan.edu slash study abroad or email us at study underscore abroad at csustan.edu.